Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Today is Wednesday, September 30th, and you are listening to Rocket City Lift. Hello all, welcome back to Rocket City Lift. I'm Brett Goodman. And I'm Tara Bulger. We come to you three times a week and try to bring a bit of a spiritual lift to your day. We're continuing to talk about the Spirit of God, but before we begin that discussion, let us pray. Bless us, O God, with a reverent sense of your presence, that we may be at peace and may worship you with all our mind and spirit. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, amen. Amen. Our scripture passage comes from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 4, verses 14 through 21. Listen for a word from God. Then Jesus, filled with the power of the Spirit, returned to Galilee, and a report about him spread throughout all the surrounding country. He began to preach in their synagogues and was praised by everyone. When he came to Nazareth, where he had been brought up, he went to the synagogue on the Sabbath day, as was his custom. He stood up to read, and the scroll of the prophet Isaiah was given to him. He unrolled the scroll and found the place where it was written, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim release to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to let the oppressed go free to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. And he rolled up the scroll, gave it back to the attendant, and sat down. The eyes of all in the synagogue were fixed on him. Then he began to say to them, Today this scripture has been fulfilled in your hearing. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to to God. God. Brett, it's time for our Wednesday fun question. So did your parents have another name for you that they were considering? Do you know what it was? I'm going to be not very fun in this and that I know there was an alternative name and I've been told that story before and you don't remember and I have no idea (laughs) how about you um so I was named Morgan from the time they found out they were having a actually I don't think they knew no yeah from when they found out they were having a girl um until about eight and a half months and then they went to see Gone with the Wind and I became Tara isn't that funny? You take a pregnant lady to see Gone with the Wind, you're going to end up with an uh, Irish name. So there you that go. That is so funny. Isn't it? It's Well, what's funny to me is like... Do you ever like, wish you were a Morgan? Do you ever have regrets No, like, that? I can't even imagine myself as something other. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, I was a Morgan. Eight months of Morgan. Eight months of Morgan. <laughs> Which is a great name. Yeah. But. Uh, So in this passage, Jesus says that the scripture is fulfilled. What did he mean by that? So the the scripture he's quoting from Isaiah is referring to the Messiah, someone that would come and uh, bring about the things that Jesus reads about, to bring good news to the poor, to proclaim uh, release to the captives, recovery to the sight of the blind, to let the oppressed go free, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. And this is um, something that the Hebrew people 
have been waiting for for a very long time. Uh, they don't like being, they are oppressed by the Romans. They don't like being in that situation. Um, and so for him to say the scripture is fulfilled, this is him claiming that role, which is a pretty big deal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, understatement right there. Um, because right after this passage, right, everyone get gets really angry at yeah. him. I mean, <laughs> get, and I really think it's angry. it's so interesting because he's saying the spirit of the Lord is upon me. Mm-hmm. And isn't it such a human thing to think that we know who the spirit of the Lord would be upon? And it wouldn't be the carpenter's son from Nazareth. It would yeah. be, who knows? Yeah. Um, but it's really that issue that we think we know mm. um, over and over again, which I think is so interesting. Yeah, you know... Uh, I think this is the line where Jesus talks about uh, it's, you know, difficult for a prophet to be a prophet in his hometown. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, this town grew up with Jesus. They know where Jesus has come from. I mean, to give to give the town a little bit of credit, you know, we can uh, we've all seen that, uh, you know, obnoxious sixth grade boy grow up. And then all of a sudden they come back from college or from some time away and they're very much a man. But we can only are seeing them like stuff 20 Cheetos into their mouth. Right. Uh, and and it's, it's hard to take them seriously in that. Um, but that being said, uh, it takes a great humility to listen to the word of God from someone that you possibly did not expect to. Do um do your brothers have a hard do they have a hard time thinking of you as a minister? That's a good question. Um, let's call them. Let's call them right now. <laughs> put them on put them on the phone. Uh, I think that I think that I'm fortunate to have brothers who respect me as a person enough uh, to. I could never be their pastor, but um, they recognize but they your recognize calling. the calling of it. Um, so I am I am fortunate to have that. How about you? So when I was ordained, I asked my older brother to read scripture, and his response was, "Oh, good, I got some stories." <laughs> You're like, this isn't a best man speech. Totally. This is reading scripture. Um, and so while I think they are proud of me. Um, I think it's pretty weird for them. But yeah. it was going to be weird for us anyway because we didn't grow up in the church. It mm-hmm. wasn't a language we shared. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think it is. Um, it's weird. You would, I would think, right, objectively, that hearing God speak through anyone would be a joy. Mm. But the simple truth is we always want to hear it from some people and not from others. And we want them to say certain things, you know. When the Nazarites want, or Nazarites, Naz, Nazarenes, 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 when they hear that the Messiah is coming, they want to hear that the Messiah, as as we've talked about before, is coming. You know, back like Judas the Hammer, that that he's coming back with sword and scythe and uh, military, but. Uh, Jesus is choosing to read the part in Isaiah and only read the section yeah. that says, uh, you know what, I'm going to let the oppressed go free. I'm going to bring good news to the poor um, and we're release captives and recover the sight of blind. It's like, well, that's, yeah, but what, that's, about that's, me? what about me? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think the issue too is that 
And and I'm not speaking of Jesus. Sure. Now I'm speaking of of when the Holy Spirit might mm. speak through humans to us. Yeah. Is that we have a really hard time holding that someone who is sinful can also be someone who speaks God's word. Yeah. Right? I mean, um, I am a preacher. I also sometimes sound like a sailor who took a part-time job as a trucker. <laughs> like I just have bad language sometimes, you know? But those two things can be true at the same time, mm-hmm. and that's hard. We like black or white, good or bad. Um, I, th- I think that there. I think that this ethos is kind of changing, but I think there was a very deliberate um, distance that pastors very much kept in all social interactions from their congregants because they felt to uh, reveal who they are. Um, would minimize their ability to speak the word. Not that I don't think that that pastors need to be aware of that. Um, but that being said, then it then it comes. We create this idea that only a perfect human can share these the the spirit of God talking to them, uh, which is absolutely false. And so I think that um, kind of this this shift we're seeing, where uh, I think pastors are being a bit more vulnerable. Um, allows the people of God to listen to other people of God. Mm-hmm. I think you're right. And actually our N.T. Wright quote leads right into that. This is a quote from N.T. Wright from his book, Simply Christian, Why Christianity Makes Sense. He says, Those in whom the Spirit comes to live are God's new temple. They are individually and corporately places where heaven and earth meet. Mm-hmm. Mm. Please join us again on Friday. Don't forget to subscribe to the channel so you know when new episodes come out. And now may each of you go out to love and to serve, to be well, to care for yourselves and others, knowing that the grace and love of God is upon you. Amen. Amen.